Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we're talking about imposter syndrome. So this is really for anybody and everybody because at some point in your life, I'm willing to bet anything that you have felt unqualified, unprepared, like you're not ready or lack confidence in some capacity to either do something that you desire to do or do something that you were being led to do. Maybe someone saw something in you and you were like, oh no, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready or, you know, I don't have this yet or I'm not there yet. All that. This is for you. So you don't need to take any notes today. Um, you can actually go ahead and go to the website, hermanewstrength.com forward slash podcast, and you'll check out the show notes. And I have it all laid out for you right there. So let's dig in. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party. And let's dig into today's episode. Hello. Okay, so we are really going to dive into these very simple four S's that I have for you. But I want to first lead with a story. And this is a story of Moses. And he's the first guy that comes to mind when I think about imposter syndrome. Because when God said to Moses, you're going to be the one to lead the Israelites out of Egypt... Moses is like, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and, you know, lead the Israelites out of Egypt? And so God tells him exactly how he's going to do it. And in um, Exodus chapter 4, verse 10, Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. He's giving him an excuse as to why he's not qualified. Like, I can't be the one to speak on their behalf and to try to work this deal because I'm not eloquent. And there's some conjecture around what that actually means. Maybe it's a, like a lit, you know, a stutter or something like that, some sort of a speech impediment. It's not clear, but he's giving him, Moses is giving God an excuse. Like the very God who is literally talking to him as a burning bush that doesn't burn. So the Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. So here's what I really wanted to highlight in sharing Moses' story. He wasn't qualified in his own mind. He was not, he wasn't really trying to go, right? Obviously, there's some level of concern. And is it really that he's not qualified that that's what's concerning him? Or is it that he doesn't have faith that he can do it, right? 
Um, I don't know, but I'm not going to add to the Bible. All I'm going to say is that he was a human and he was trying to find a way out of the thing he was being appointed to do. So I wonder how many times you might have done that in your life. How many times someone might have extended an invitation to you for an opportunity to write, submit something, you know, an article or something. Maybe it was to teach. Um, Maybe it was to lead. Anything, really. And you said no because you thought that you were not qualified. Well, I'll tell you what. Very easily we can see that God doesn't care about your qualification. In fact, he will work it out for you so that whatever it is that you have a hurdle, like whatever your hurdle is, he will work around it, right? What I didn't read is that God eventually, a couple verses down, says, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. So even with Moses resisting, right, pushing back, God's like, all right, well, I know that you have this guy, right? Like you have a helper. So you're both going to do it. And that's how it happened. So if you are walking in the way of the Lord and he's leading you down a path and you are finding yourself doubting, if you're finding yourself wondering how you can possibly do the thing because you don't have the qualification, you don't have the experience, you don't have the title or the education, whatever you think you you need, chances are God already worked that out. Like he has a workaround for all the excuses that you're giving him. So the more excuses you throw at him, you know, I, the more you arouse his anger. It says here, then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, what about your brother Aaron the Levite? Why would that arouse his anger? Well, the only things that I can think of are that, number one, be obedient. Like, doesn't any parent want their kid to just be obedient? Number two, trust him. Doesn't, like, as a mom, I wonder sometimes, like, does Andy trust me? Sometimes she's, like, testing me, right? And maybe she's just being a three-year-old, but... Um, There is a level of distrust that I think we all have as humans. And so when we put God on our human level, then naturally we might be tempted to distrust, be distrusting of him as well. Um, But again, I'm not going to add to the Bible. These are just like me thinking out loud and, you know, as a human thinking about what Moses could have been going through. So imposter syndrome is real, obviously. Um, It's illustrated in early on in the Bible. And we see that it's very quickly defeated because of who God is. So the first step to overcome imposter syndrome is, and there are four S's, is to stop the madness. Stop the thought cycle of you going around and around of all the things. Okay, just stop. Stop the excuses. Stop the focusing on you. Number two, the second S is to seek scripture, turn to scripture. And when you are reminded of how big God is and how almighty and how faithful and good he is, then you will absolutely be encouraged to 
trust that he will get you through the thing, that he will see it through. It's not about what you don't have. It's about that he's already done it, right? Like Jesus already did everything that we could possibly try to overcome. He's already done it. Seek scripture, okay? And that is, again, to be reminded of who God is so that you focus less on yourself. Number three, the third S, is to surrender it to God. Take it to him, pray, and just give it to him. I don't know if you pray in your mind, in your journal, if you audibly pray. However it is that you communicate with God, quite literally say, I give this to you, Lord. Take this worry, take this this doubt or whatever it is that you're you're experiencing when it comes to the thing that is prompting this imposter syndrome. And number four, seek support. And when I say support, I really don't mean anything in particular. It's up to you to understand for yourself what support looks like in the circumstance that you are in. For some people, it's someone to just listen. Other people, they want advice. And just, you know, a quick tip, especially if you're married, if you're going to ask a guy, if you're going to talk to a guy about anything like venting, let them know up front what you want from them. Hey, I just want you to listen. Can you listen for a few minutes? Um, Or, hey, I'm looking for some advice. Can I talk to you for a few and like maybe get your input? The reason I say this is because having been married to my guy and you know, been with him for over a decade. It took a lot of learning to finally realize I don't like he will naturally try to fix everything if I don't give him a heads up. But I can save myself and him the heartache um if I just let him know what I need. So if I tell him up front, hey, I don't I wanna share something. I'm like wanting to get something off my chest, but I don't need advice. I just wanna talk. Then he'll say, Okay, and he'll just listen. And it has just been it's such a simple thing, but it just makes a world of a difference. So with that, if you have a friend who you're gonna reach out to, or if you have a guy in your life, your husband, your boyfriend, whoever, maybe even your parents, because parents try to fix things for their kids all the time, whoever you're gonna speak to, preface it by sharing what it is that you're seeking from them. Save space to listen, talk, please. Or, hey, I'm actually looking for you to impart some wisdom um, surrounding this particular thing. If you don't need moral support, if you don't need someone to listen, what do you need? Do you need someone to maybe help you prepare for the thing that is scaring you, is is making you think that you're not qualified or you know lacking confidence in? Um, do you need to hire a career coach or someone to help you with interviewing or I don't know what you might need, but all I'm saying is you can find the right support when you understand what support actually looks like for you, what the ideal support would look like in this particular circumstance. So I'll recap for you. Stop going through all the thoughts about how you're unqualified or un you know whatever you lack confidence in some way stop feeding those thoughts stop the madness number two seek scripture open up your bible and start 
looking at God more instead of looking at yourself. A good way, a good place to start is in Exodus chapter three, where, you know, the story of Moses and the burning bush begins. Um, you can start in all of, you know, Exodus chapter one, but um, the burning bush is in chapter three. And then in chapter four is when God is, you know, breaking it down. Like, I'm, I, yeah, you have a speech impediment, but it's fine. Your brother Aaron can speak. Number three, surrender it to him. Pray, pray and give it to him. Be humble, you know. You don't have to do everything on your own. You shouldn't. You shouldn't carry the load. And number four, seek support. I don't have much more except to invite you to check out Firm Foundations, which is a completely free mini course uh, designed to help you build on the unshakable truth about your identity, your calling, your purpose in Christ. And the focus is always him. So if you don't have a Bible study in mind, this is more like a Bible study a course that walks you through some content. And then I send you on little scripture scavenger hunts. So super free. Head to hurrynewstrength.com. Click on courses at the top and it'll take you to an external site, teachable.com. You'll have to create an account, but it's free and you access the course for free. So you don't pay anything. That's it. I hope that this blesses you and, um, let me know what you think. If you're enjoying these episodes, take a screenshot of your favorite episode or if this episode was some a bless, an episode that blessed you. Take a screenshot, share it on your social, tag me and um, refer a friend. Ha! I love you guys. I'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.